Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello, and we're back with Swinging Free Spider-Man, episode 13. It's been a, a oh, long old journey. Can I, can, I, can I stop you? You sent me the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Beep. Hello, and we're back with Swinging Free Spider-Man, episode 13. It's been a long old journey, but we're still here. I'm James Rushton. That's Bradley Hughes. Every week, I read a comic from the Amazing Spider-Man series to my best friend for the first time. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you. Oh, uh, we had Ock Week, and that was quite breathless. Oof, Ock Week did take my breath away. It took uh, a fair few people's breath away, to be fair. Uh, thank you for the response. I, I mean, I can't thank you enough. It's been a genuine pleasure watching you all react to it. Um, as Screw It Spidey said, and that's another Spider-Man podcast, and they're the experts, really. Um, Ock Week really is every week in their heart. <laughs> it's not just one week, is it, mate? <laughs> Ock Week isn't just for Christmas. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we are 13 issues in now. Uh, we're kind of matched up for the time being uh, with our episode count. So, issue 13, mate, shall we get into it? Let's get into the into the meat of it. All right, man. Um, bit of a surprise. It starts off, uh, Spider-Man is fleeing from the scene of a crime. Dun, dun, dun. Um, which he has committed. You know, he isn't just fleeing from the scene of any crime. Um, he's leaping and swinging away with a bag of cash and he runs into the fog. The police curse themselves because, of course, it was only a matter of time before someone like Spider-Man turned to a life of crime. His crimes are the talk of the town. The public are turning against him, much to the delight of one man, Brad J. Jonah Jameson. Of course. The man himself. Of course. <laughs> How could it not be? How could it relish? You're begging for this. Like every, every night when he goes to bed, he just kneels right at right the side of his bed, arms folded, just head down. Lord... Please let Spider-Man be a crook. Just please, just once. Just give me something. Just begging. Begging for it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, um, he really wanted to happen. He's just, uh, it, you know, it's made his day. He's looking for every single bit of shred of evidence he can find to say, hey, New York, I told you so. <laughs> um, people are kind of falling for it. Of course. Of course. Um, there's one man um, really in a tizzy about this. Uh, Peter is having a mental breakdown. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, he thinks, um, I think this is a bit of a, an, he jumps to the most irrational thing from the get-go. If someone's impersonating me, I think someone's impersonating me. Um, he starts to think, hang on, if there's another Spider-Man, am I committing these crimes without knowing it? Am I doing it in my sleep? Am I doing it under hypno- hypnosis, it's oh, very irrational what he jumps to. Not like, complete first thing, it's just pure fantasy. The fun, <laughs> he's having a genuine mental breakdown. Um, he thinks he's got a split personality. To be fair to Peter, at this moment in time, he does have a split personality. He does. So far, he's, you're right. He's, he does. And he's come across some very, very weird things thus far. So it wouldn't be totally out of the ordinary for him to be... Uh, for him to be uh, hypnotised. Yeah, 
he thinks he's got a split personality. He thinks he's uh, losing the plot because um, obviously it's impossible. No one else is Spider-Man. No one can climb walls, swing web like he can. You know, it's his powers. Um, he's pretty shook, mate. Um, he is genuinely quite shook from this. I mean, he had turned where... Aunt, fear in his eyes. Yeah, he had turned where Aunt May can tell something is up. Um, so she actually, um, when Peter goes, oh, I'm not feeling myself, she goes, uh, is it the mortgage? Is it the fact we can't afford anything? Is it the fact your uncle's dead? You know, she goes into that. <laughs> like, is it because we've got no money at all and uh, life is getting harder for the pair of us? <laughs> I, I don't know, Aunt May. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking Maybe. It's just, uh, wow. Oh, <laughs> she goes in so hard. Yeah, she's just sitting over him while he's cleaning up some smashed-ass plates he's dropped. You know, life's falling apart for him. It's just like, oh, is it the fact that we've got a minus $10 in our bank account? Is it the fact that we're going we're gonna to get foreclosed? Is it the fact that your uncle's fucking dead? Um, and it was probably your fault, I'm not sure. Um, you know, just really laying in and on him. And uh, that's not that's not good. And you can see how shook he is, mate, in that panel. He's uh, mate, <laughs> staring into the abyss. When you stare that long into the abyss, it stares back into you, mate. <laughs> it's just like everything about this page is all like bright and colourful. And then there's just this one really dark blue page where he's just lying in bed, just in amongst the shadows. And you can't see pretty much anything other than the whites of his eyes. You know, look, a Clockwork Orange when his eyes are kind of fucking pulled open and they're just staring yeah, straight yeah. at this. He is literally just frozen with fucking fear. Like, he can't go to sleep because he's like, if I go to sleep, I'm going to go out and commit a bunch of fucking crimes. Not only that, <laughs> I'm lost shit. I'm going to ruin everything. And uh, he does fall asleep. He doesn't do the fucking thing he's meant to do. He does fall asleep. He would just wake up and he wakes up to the fact that the Spider-Man's struck again and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, days, his dry-ass mouth, you know, waking up like a fucking badger's ass, man. Fucking tongue, <laughs> tongue fat in his head. It's like the most sober hangover of all time. Um, he goes, my head, he feels like he's having a fucking breakdown. He gets dressed as Spider-Man, goes to the one place that can help him, the psychiatrist. Um, he goes to a fucking shrink. <laughs> Like, see, I'm just, I'm just imagining the uh, the psychiatrist just goes, "Oh yeah, you dress in in red and blue pajamas and crawl over walls and fight crime. Yeah, you you're perfectly sane in this city. Yeah, in in this fucking in city. This city. Yeah, uh, yeah. He goes to the shrink, um, but he doesn't stay long. The shrink is just there, like, oh my god, uh, I could have this. It could be the case of a lifetime. You know, the spider man. I could break this case. I could sell the book." I can make loads of money. And Spider-Man's just there, just shitting himself, just blabbing on about stuff. And he's like, hang on, if I get too comfortable, I might tell this guy my secret. So he just fucks off. He just literally swings by, goes, I need help. Starts wailing a bit and starts flailing around. Swings out and goes. within. It's like five minutes. And I'm thinking, this geezer, you know, you need help. (laughs) When you need help, you need help. Just go get the help. He goes in there. He starts screaming, wailing around. Then he goes, hang on a minute. I might tell this person my secret. You don't have to tell him that. You don't have to. You know, that you can sit down and go, I'm Spider-Man. And I think I'm committing crimes and this is happening. And he's like, it's the worst case scenario. He, he just goes to the fucking nuclear option. He's like, shit, if I get too comfortable and on this sofa, I might blurt out my secret. Nah, he's worried that if he gets too comfortable on that sofa, he's going to fall asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't. 
drink and drive. You don't drive while you're tired. You certainly don't swing through New York City tired. You know, have a rest. You know, you have to have these break stops, don't you, on long journeys, especially if you're Spider-Man. The thing is, the way how Spider-Man like makes objects with his web, he, I could I could just imagine him like making like a little single bed for himself on one of these fire escapes, just like <laughs> oh, you know, pull over when you're tired. Little bachelor pads across the city you could have all sorts of things going on. Um, Pete's really angsty, and I'm not surprised. There's no sleep. You know, he thinks he's having. He thinks he's got schizophrenia or something. You know, he thinks he's genuinely two people in one body. Just always pure bloodshot every time he speaks to someone. Just like, I'm so tired. We'll get onto that, man. I think you're predicting things quite well here because he fucking lashes out. He doesn't lash out. He just goes to the nuclear option again. Um, Again. Yeah, he has a disagreement with Betty, who's got new hair. Um, That's a thing. She's kind of got like... That don't don't sit well with me, that don't. And Liz has got new hair as well. It's... it's Everyone's got new hair. It's... uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, it, Peter asked Jameson for another loan as well. Uh, that, that, that gets old quick. I, I mean, I'm turning to Jameson's side now. Fucking kid asking me for an advance or a loan every every so often. Not to... Uh, that won't get in my good books. Especially when this, when this kid has like, let you down on multiple occasions. The most inconsistent member of my staff keeps asking me for money all of the time. What do I do? I think you sack him. Yeah, pretty much. Well, he's not even really working for him. He's just freelancing. It's weird. It's like freelance, but he has to do everything Jameson says at all times. But uh, Peter's asking for a loan. I'm just thinking, take some damn photos, do your job, get more cash. Don't you know? You don't need to do the loan thing. Where is all this money going? For one. Who's taking all of this? Soft, supple fibers. We've already said this. Stretchy fabrics, man. Um, Pete, as Spidey, um, swinging from city to city, well, swinging through New York City, I apologize, is chased by an angry mob, genuinely baying for his blood. He's went out to get some photos, going to do his job. Um, The public don't trust him, though, and they are actively forming mobs and trying to kill him. Um, Going around the city trying to, like, arrest him. citizens arrest which never ends well you know if no. there's 40 people trying to citizens arrest you your arms are going to be ripped off that's that scene in game of thrones in it where they go after the, 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 the pope man and like the crowd gets him and starts throwing his fucking arms in the air madness <laughs> um at school liz approaches pete and demands that he take a look at her hair because it's new uh, they're really trying to draw attention to everyone's new hair um, everyone thinks she's stunning and Pete makes a joke about killing himself since life is going bad and that's where I was going on about you can see in that bottom um, bottom left panel it's like well it, she's like how's are things going okay Pete and he's like well that's the understatement of the year if everything goes great Liz I'll just shoot myself I'll just fucking kill myself Liz if anything gets any better and he's just like, like laughing like ha 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 and she's like okay and she's just like nervously clutching a fucking necklace and rubbing it hoping someone takes her away from this man that's not the reality of the situation the reality of the situation is she's just weirdly obsessed about him and uh I think that's and I think something we've mentioned quite a bit is how everyone seems to just be in his circle or revolve around him. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because he's not exactly the most likable character yet. For some reason, everyone's drawn to him. Like he shouldn't have this many people, you know, associate with him. <sighs> You're telling me. Um, I completely agree. I'm um, even flash is kind of 
in his circle. Everyone gravitates around him sort of now. Whereas um, maybe that's like a, a side effect of him having this like kind of kind of confidence um, where he's now gravitating to that position. But yeah, everything kind of orbits around him. Even Flash is like the most popular person. Um, anyway, mate, big developments. A man in a strange outfit appears at the Daily Bugle newspaper in front of J. Jonah Jameson and his staff, of course. He makes I'm, himself known. I'm, I'm just going to say this. I think the Bugle needs to up its security. You can just walk right every, in. Every fucking week, there's some weirdo in some sort of suit parading around the Bugle. They need to, need to like stop searches, metal detectors, everything, board up them windows. That's what they need to do. You need some post-9-11 security, is what I'm thinking. You need to go over the top. You need banners. You need arm searches. You need strip searches, maybe, even. Bars um, because people, people are coming in here with weaponry. Heavy, heavy weaponry as well. Yeah, we've seen what happened. You know, we've seen what happens. Seen, you know, seen, seen a big man just operating right underneath JJ's nose. Yeah, and how this guy gets into the bugle because he's fucking huge. He's got a fishbowl head. He's got a cape, and he's mega padded out. Um, he makes himself known as Mysterio. Jameson instantly, instantly insults him because that's something <laughs> that's you know, it's like it's. <laughs> he also thinks. <laughs> He also thinks it's Spider-Man as well. Oh, I'm like, God almighty. Oh, no, no. I'm genuinely no there. That's a big no. He's like, how do we know this is not a trick? How do we know that it is not Spider-Man under that fishbowl? You know, it's a big, like, Buzz Aldrin fucking Spaceman helmet almost. And a cape. And I don't know how to describe him. It's a big green man. Massive cape. Massive round head. It's almost like the head's glowing as well. And it's got in. And it's got like buckles that attach the cape to his green ass body that look like eyes. I never noticed that before the reading through it, but they they look like eyes. It's all kind of um, freaky to be honest. But the yeah. mysterious character tells Jameson that he will be the man to defeat Spider Man, but he needs a bugle's help. The bugle must print a letter. Now Mysterio clicks his fingers and vanishes in a puff of smoke. And the letter also vanishes. The letter says, print a notice in the Daily Bugle saying, if Spider-Man wants to learn the truth about himself, he should meet Mysterio atop the Brooklyn Bridge. Yep. <laughs> okay. Fucking new shit, man. It didn't even have the courtesy to tell you it would self-destruct. Yeah, this is... <laughs> like, imagine, imagine if, you read, if you read that note and then put it down to the one side, to just like, roll, I'll... I'll I'll just get a, a pen and paper so I can make a copy of this or, you know, input this into somewhere and then it just disappears and you didn't memorise it. It's just the entire thing is uh, already fucked because I think I read that letter, mate, and I know it's a trap. If you're told to meet a t- someone, if you're told to meet atop a bridge, there's many situations that occur where you are the victim of something you are pushed off the bridge, you are shot under the bridge, you are dragged under the bridge and then shot under the bridge. There's a lot of things that can happen <laughs> that end in your death. You want to you 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 get some fitted for some cement shoes? That's what it is. And to be fair, there's, there's not much that I, don't, that I really know about comic Spider-Man, but there's one thing that I do know, and that's whenever Spider-Man's at a bridge, it never goes well. Ever. Oh, indeed. Yeah, we've, we've seen the films, man. There's a lot of shit going on in ferries and bridges. I mean, Homecoming... The fucking ferry ripping apart, and he's fucked it there. He absolutely fucked that. I mean, Tom Holland, come on. Really? If Iron Man wasn't there, 
multiple deaths. There'd be hundreds of deaths. Oh, it's not just Iron Man. That's Daddy Iron Man to you. There was about thirty Iron Men actually as well, weren't there? They were all pushing the bastard ship together. But yeah, the Staten Island ferry collapsed, and that, that's just shit. This guy gets himself into. He does fuck up. Though. The best thing about Spider Man is like, I've read in preparation for an issue coming soon. I've read Daredevil and the Hulk. They don't fuck up as nearly as much as this guy. Like they're professionals. They kind of get their job done. This guy, fucking every second, every opportunity can to fuck up. It's there. It's fucking there. If someone asks him to, you know, go to the go to the grocery Spider Man, will you go to the grocery store and get me A B C? He'll come back fucking bloodied, like dislocated arm, not even carrying the things you asked him to get. But he'll say job done still and fucking swing off into the sunset, <laughs> and you'll be there with nothing. <laughs> just broken broken trust and a super you know, fucking street level superhero you know you can't fucking phone up the Avengers to do this shit for you you got Spider-Man to do it and he can't fucking do it right ever comes to your rescue he slips over comes to save you and your brother your brother's shot in the stomach and's fucking dying in a corner <laughs> yeah but even he was just like it's for the best <sighs> He died. That I've mentioned this. A lot of people have spoke to me about this podcast and you know, in other stuff I do. And they said that was genuinely quite sad how like he died alone in a ship that wasn't named. That is pretty funny. Like, it wasn't like the HMS something, something. He just got shot in the stomach, died in the corner of a ship. That's not see, that's the type of thing that happens with Spider-Man. It's just so far he's fucking ruined the lives of everyone he's bumped into one way or another. You know, Jameson's life has turned into a fucking insane pursuit. Betty's fucking eggs are scrambled, man. It's just the whole <laughs> the whole situation is fucked. The mistake is he's only He's only started this. He's only started to do these heroic acts and stuff because he wants to make his life better for him and Aunt May, but he ain't even done that right yet. All he's done is, you know, there's been a few concussions. There's been a, you know, major illness. He's been unmasked. He's been beaten around. Fucking what I have to say, brave, brave, but stupid. Yeah, I was about to say stupid. It's like, well, let's jump into another comic book universe. Say Batman goes out with the flu. Um, he's sitting on top of a rooftop. He sneezes and falls to his death. Hits his head. His head is destroyed. You no, know, instantly, You're decapitated. That's the kind, the kind of shit that Spider-Man does. But he fucking gets away with it because he's super powered. It's fucking I mean, insane. All you, need, all you need, all you need to remember is that he just went up to Electro. Just went, "Hey, buddy, you're coming with me." He just put his hand on his back and then just almost died. That Electro thing is still like probably the top tier moment so far. He's just, he went up, he's like, hey, buddy, you're coming with me before he got like fucking fried with a thousand zombies. Just grasped him on the shoulder. Do you know, like, the worst thing about electricity is, I mean, if you've ever had the misfortune to be involved with holding a metal thing in electricity, is that like your hand clamps around the fucking thing that's frying you to death and you can't even let go? You can't. You're trying and you're like, fuck, it's buzzing and you can't get rid of it. Um, That's happened to me a few times, actually. And uh, it's not nice. It's genuinely because you like, it's imagine if you were to put a fork into a fucking. You wouldn't do it, but put a fork into like an outlet. You'd clamp on it and you'd still keep shoving it in. You wouldn't be able to take it out. So he's put his arm, both his arms on Electro's shoulders and he's just there just getting the fucking jolt of his life. You just got to wait until something goes pop and you get flung across the room. Yeah, you, hopefully it's not your heart though. You know, you want, <laughs> you want that beat. You want that beating. But yeah, uh, Mysterio calls that Spidey via the bugle. 
ask him to meet atop the bridge. And after reading the paper, Spider-Man you know, swings straight to the Brooklyn Bridge to meet Mysterio. And uh, his, to his surprise, everything's real. Fucking Mysterio is atop the Brooklyn Bridge, all proud. The plan's worked. Um, so he does, Spider-Man does what he does best. And uh, there's not much of a confrontation or an interrogation or any questions or what's going on with me. He just goes fucking fists out, ready. Mate, goes I, don't, I don't know if you've ever met me when I haven't slept well throughout the night. I haven't had my cup of coffee in the morning, but I too am ready to fight any fishbowl that walks in front of me. Fucking goes he's, straight. He's got ham. Go straight for it. He just starts flailing fucking fists around, man. Mysterio is like doing Dragon Ball Z instant transmission. Just fucking it's disappearing. So, disappearing. Dropping smoke bombs. Flying the... Fu- like genuinely, not no lie. This is not like a trick. He's like, it could be a trick on his part, but it seems as though he's fucking standing on walls and dis- genuinely disappearing and reappearing but out of nowhere. And, uh, the agility as well, the fact that he's dod- he's dodging punches like Neo in the Matrix. It's like he's been fu- he's taken the fucking red pill. Like he's genuinely, and not in the weird <laughs> fucking men's rights sense, in the fucking actual red pill sense where you take it and you realise your body's a fucking battery and you need to get out now and join the fucking crew of the Nebuchadnezzar and fight back against the ma- machine menace. That type of red pill, he's realised that he's absolutely fucked and there's dodging going on and jujitsu and Spider-Man's like genuinely out of his fucking league. Gas gets dropped around him and Spidey can't even use his bastard spider since it's been blocked. And since he can't see Mysterio now, he literally just gets his fists and starts flinging him in every direction. <laughs> literally gets his fists and starts flailing like windmilling. Madness, man. I call this move the Spidey swing. I call this move the panic attack. It's just like <laughs> he's getting gassed out he's seen Mysterio walk on walls Um, he can't web him the web is just sliding off his fucking head it's not like it's genuinely not happening and then Mysterio starts landing punches on him and that's when that's when it goes to fuck because he's he's, he takes about 20 punches to the head he just gets fucking railed on and uh, Spider-Man goes ah shit and goes I've got a plan I've I've got to work a plan out it doesn't tell you what the plan is. It actually shows you, you know, in that whole show, don't tell. He just literally turns around, sprints off the bridge and fucks <laughs> off. <laughs> I've got a plan. Retreat. <laughs> He's got a plan and he just starts sprinting. Like, fucking like, that's top of his head, screaming. He Swan like the pitter patter of his feet, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Arms fully up, man, like 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 Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking like screaming. He's got his heart must be beating out of his chest, man. Battered. Um, he jumps and the police fucking are waiting for him down the bottom. And he's like, shit. Starts swim. He's obviously a really fast swimmer because he's a spider. I don't know how that works, but he's swimming and the police lose him in a chase. And he disappears for a bit. Uh, Mysterio is actually paraded as a hero of the city after this. Oh, well, that does make sense. Beating the Spider-Man, the menacing Spider-Man. He's taken right to the bugle where J. Jonah Jameson allows him to meet the staff and gives him the keys to the city almost. Mysterio shakes hands with one Peter Parker. <sighs> fucked it. You fucked it there. Peter, 
obviously invented the tracker a few episodes ago, that little spider tracker. That's how he tracked Betty to Philly, the city of brotherly love. Um, he obviously shaking the hands, puts the tracker on and jobs a good one. He sprints off out the, the staff party um, without any time for Betty. He fucking blows Betty off. And Betty's like, shit, he's got another girl on the go, hasn't he? You know, she's sitting with um, Liz. So she's think, putting two and two together and getting 798. <laughs> her, her eggs are scrambled, man. She's fucked. Absolutely fucking gone, man. Um, you've mentioned Betty being uh, quite wild, but it's just... Ooh, she needs to get a grip on. She needs to hold on tight for reality because uh, that hurricane life is taking her somewhere else. Ooh. Um, Peter as Spider Man with the tracker gets a drop on Mysterio, but he can't do much except get the ship kicked out of him again. And um, lying blooded in a gutter with Mysterio towering over him, Mysterio confesses the plan. Tells everyone about he tells Spider Man about his background, the plans, his identity, and the truth behind the imposter. And the imposter, Spider Man, mate, Mysterio is a stuntman. His background is as a stuntman. He has been studying footage of Spider Man and he's made himself into Spider Man by making fake web, by making magnets that stick him to walls, by making sensors that can react to certain situations. So he can become Spider Man. And that's fucking rad. Basic. That is really cool. So in so so in a way so in a way, JJ was right. Mysterio is Spider Man. I mean, so like that it's like that at the end of the Incredibles where it's like if everyone's super, no one's super. So it's like exactly if we're all Spider Man, no one's Spider Man. Yeah. It's pretty cool how he's just literally looked at footage of Spider Man and went, "Yep, yep, okay, oh, yep, okay, yep, 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 okay." Went and got a shop shopping fucking list. Went out and. Bought shit to be Spider Man. There's like Home Depot and shit. Anyone can be Spider Man, except when they get into a fight. That's when the problem happens because Spider Man can actually sense stuff, whereas his senses are like jolts to him. That kind of he can't drop a fucking superhuman punch, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he can drop lots of normal person punches, which obviously hurt, but he needs that superhuman punch. But yeah, um, he's also built on his abilities to become Mysterio, and I think this is where the problem lies. He's got a giant fishbowl on his head, mate. I'm thinking when he's speaking, it's going to be more like... You can't hear him through it. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it just fogs up every time. <laughs> like, <whoop. laughs> some window wipers on there. <laughs> just fogging up and he's like, I got you now, Spider-Man. Like, what? <laughs> oh, getting, like, digging their ears out. What? What do you say? <laughs> just need some Aunt May stylings, man. What? <laughs> Screaming at him, please just take the fishbowl. Just screw the fishbowl. You got to do like the sign, like you know, that kind of shit sign language when people are trying to get like, say you're driving a car and you're trying to speak to someone else in a car over the other side of the junction, and you're making fucking all these hand signals like all left, right, and centre, and it's just going crazy. Or when say you're at a cinema and someone says. Like what food do you want? And they're doing hand signals for popcorn and stuff like putting, like taking one thing from an imaginary popcorn flask into their mouth or a hot dog. You know, you can do all these mad hand signals. I Man, I really, I really wouldn't want to see the hand signal for eating a hot dog. It's easy. You have it like there, and it is like giving it a good old bite like that. You know, you'd have to really emphasize the bite though. You can, you can hear that. You know, <laughs> give that a good bite. But yeah. um, Mysterio is a step up, you know, it's a, the full 
the full gizmos. It's got blockers, it's got magnets, it's got special um, chemicals that disable the web compounds and stuff. So that's why the web hasn't been working. It's got block blocks infrared jammers which stop the spidey sense it's got spider-man's number basically he tells him his real identity he tells him all this tells him all that spider-man literally sits up pulls out a tape recorder clicks stop and looks at him he's like gotcha that's that's the biggest load of bullshit he's just literally sitting there with a fucking tape recorder like crouched over You know what? One thing that I gotta say about Mysterio is, a man of his word. Like corner Spider Man could have KO'd him. Could have done. Could have done. You know, end of Spider Man. Like we've said many a times. But he's just like he dumps that exposition. Like a man of his word, he gave him the truth. I res- I respect that man. And he's like, hey, now I'm gonna give this police recorder to the police to prove my innocence, and punches Mysterio. Gets up. Big man punch punches Mysterio right through a wall. Um, after swinging wildly, of course, which is you know, the go-to tactic now is where he flings his fucking arms wildly across the room. He lands a good punch, knocks Mysterio into of all places, mate, a movie studio. Of course, of course, of course. The duo fight across all manner of scenery before Spider-Man disrupts Mysterio's equipment and just straight up lays him out, just fucking boxes him. That big one punch, man. Yeah, Mysterio goes down easy, man. Um, it's just uh, they're all leaping across this shit, and Spider just takes him apart, literally dissects him. Um, Mysterio down for the count, handed off to the police. Spider Man proves he's innocent with the tape. However, just a small minor thing before the issue ends: J. Jonah Jameson is thrilled by Pete's work. Um, you know, it's, he's got an entire catalogue of photos, mate, all about showing. Step by step, Pete Spider Man's fight with Mysterio in the movie studio, and he's going to run an extra issue of the Bugle. He's also going to bump up Parker's rates, but not without undercutting him heavily. Of still, he's going to give him like maybe a, a plus one bonus, and he's still going to be losing out on a lot of money. Peter is. Um, Peter overhears this, gets changed into Spider Man, fucking swings through the window, ties Jameson to the roof, and goes, "Yeah, you're going to give him a better rate, aren't you?" Yeah, that's what you're going to do, mate. You're going to bump him up a notch, aren't you? Jameson's just like, yeah, send anything to let me down. Please, <laughs> let me down. And uh, the piss take of it is, is like Jameson said the other, like a couple of issues ago, he's just like, oh, I'll never be as help as like, as selfless as Spider-Man is. And I all I ever care about is money. This is prime time to go, you know what, Peter? I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to better myself rather than being this nasty old man. But nah. It's it's just he's just Scrooge McDuck in it, man. He's got a vault full of money which he swims in. Turn and face the changes. <laughs> no, completely because um, every opportunity he actually has to make a change, he doesn't do. And Peter's there, uh, you know, he's struggling for money. Jameson knows this. <laughs> Jam- Jameson's the kind of guy that he orders a takeaway, and as he's eating it, he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah." I'm going to eat healthy next week. And then by the time next week rolls around, he orders another fucking takeaway. <laughs> it's just constantly like eating like food off of his like engorged belly. <laughs> just there like, yeah, I-, I could, I could quit this anytime. Fucking hell. Um, yeah. He doesn't learn anything. I think Spider-Man pissed him off more. Um, Spider-Man swings away. 
we end on a quite an uplifting thing at school. Flash Thompson is overjoyed that Spider-Man has been proven innocent of his crimes. Because after all, Flash never stopped believing in Spider-Man. Go. <laughs> that was awful of you. That was genuinely no, it was. awful of you. It was. You need it to be was. more positive and uplifting. You need to end the show on a fucking positive note. And all you can do is resort to immature jokes, Bradley Hughes. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Nah, it's kind of sweet. That, yeah, it's kind of it's it's really sad, really, to think that like if 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 Flash ever found out who Spider Man was, would would that completely shatter his world, or would he think a lot better of Peter? There's like okay, um, bit of backstory. There's like a comic book series that goes on at the same time as these comics, so it expands on the story of this current run. However. It was wrote, written in, I think, 1999. So everyone's wearing 90s clothes and Peter's, they're saying 90s slang and stuff and it doesn't really fit in. And suddenly Spider-Man, like, after Dark Week, will be fighting a fucking alien in New York. It's called Untold Tales of Spider-Man. Um, what it does is offer a lot of backstory. However, a lot of the backstory offers is kind of batshit insane because um, it's, it's, it's like a... It's almost like an extension of this. It's like if you dive deeper into things and um, fucking Peter snaps at Flash hard because he's like, oh, Peter, I know you're friends with Spider-Man. Can you can you just tell him I really like him? And Peter turns around and like, no, I won't fucking tell him, Flash. I won't fucking tell him anything. I won't fucking do a thing. You fucking ruined everything. And Flash is just there like sweating going, okay, Puny Parker, if that's how it is, and walks off like crying into the fucking sunset with his hands gripped. <laughs> it would generally ruin him, man. <laughs> I don't treat that as I don't think we treat that as canon. I'm not sure on the Spidey fandom, but that fucking seems incredibly strange that he's suddenly fighting an alien and people are wearing bastard fucking denim jackets. <laughs> so it's like Stanley's Tales from the Crypt. It's it is cool, but it's such a fucking leap from this shit. It is just generally because all the comics in the nineties are kind of gritty. Whereas this is kind of, it is dark. It, it does have its dark turns, but it is like cartoonish action. Yeah, it's still for the majority sure. of the time, it's all about just them, them, you know, gags and witty one-liners and stuff. You know, just here for a good time. In Untold Tales of Spider-Man, happening at the same fucking time as these comics, there's giant fucking bat creatures, massive aliens, people dying in fucking spider-man's hands every other week flash thompson crying about fucking he's got depression because peter's fucking ruined him on fucking weekly occasions man i don't like i i'm not a huge fan of that and i wanted to incorporate it into this but i thought fuck me man if i start talking about aliens damn that's it it's gone <laughs> it's gone but that's that's the end of that one man issue 13 done and dusted done and dusted Mysterio wasn't that great, was he? I thought it'd be cool for him to do it, but he kind of got found out by a tape recorder. Yeah, it doesn't really explain why he did what he did either. He's just sort of like, one day, just like, well, fuck Spider-Man. <laughs> one day, I saw Spider-Man doing good things. I thought, uh, how would it feel to ruin that guy's life? <laughs> uh, it's just, if you're stumped, that's a really cool <laughs> that's- job, man. That's 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 a good thing you got going on there. It's, it'd be a shame if uh, someone was to ruin it. Being a stuntman is a really cool job, so I don't feel oh, yeah, like why, super you, cool. why do you have to ruin your life to be 
ruins Spider-Man's life as well. You could just be jumping off fucking mats all all day and driving sweet cars into walls. You know. Well, I, I don't don't about like driving cars into walls back in the in the like the late sixties, but imagine that the uh, safety ratings wasn't as high as they are nowadays. Very no, you would drive you, you would drive the car straight into a fucking wall in the sixties, wouldn't you, as a stuntman? Yeah, that'd literally be what you did. Like you drive the car into the wall, crawl out, and then get shot in the face or something, and then good job if you survived. You get bonus. You don't get a bonus, no. It's a sixties. Remember, <laughs> they keep the bonus for themselves. You get Spider-Man to come around and start blackmailing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, issue 13, Turn and Dusty, mate. Um, onwards, I feel. Um, next week, we have another big villain. Massive one, actually. Um, if you've seen the Spider-Man movies, as we've seen them, big fucking villain comes in for the first time. I think you can probably guess, maybe. Hmm. Spider-Man movies. Well, we've done Doc Ock. Venom definitely wouldn't be along this time. We've already done Sandman. Would it be a uh, Green Goblin by any chance? Boom, boom. You got boom. it. You Gold got medal, it. please. Gold um, medal. Fucking the next one, man. Genuinely insane. Genuinely the most off-the-walls, batshit, fucking crazy thing oh, I've shit. ever read. Yeah, man. Bring it on. But the, the thing is, it's so normal as well. It's genuinely the most fucking mundane thing. It's like the mo- most mundane plot. And it is just... You, you're sitting there scratching your head thinking how... How? But <laughs> what you're saying, like mundane and so abnormal, and but yet so normal at the same time. Just imagining the Green Goblin doing like really regular shit, like just shopping, <laughs> waiting in oh, line. You're, at, you're, you're waiting really in line at the DMV. You're really close. Just think bigger. Just think bigger, Adamin. Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you need to think bigger, Adamin. That's all you need to think, man. Um, but we'll be there next time. Episode 14, issue 14, Green Goblin, batshit insane stuff. I'm James Rushton, that's Bradley Hughes. We'll see you soon.